Um, I am already recording. I am but too. Also, I, I don't know if we want to have that for banter. <laughs> we should probably not use that for banter. Let's welcome the yes, people, yes, Esther. Yes. Welcome to Wildly Zero <laughs> Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. <laughs> Esther and I just spent the last like ten minutes researching whether or not you could have cadaver donor blood, and the answer is yes. But the United States has a real big problem with it. <laughs> We're not going to use that as We're banter. Not. We're not. Even We're it's not. It was really good. It's really kind of gruesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it temporarily shows like how much of a genius I was for like all of three minutes. Yeah. You know, Esther would make a great 1929 <laughs> Russian surgeon. <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, I, it would, it would work. It would work. It probably would. <laughs> But our actual banter can be about dogs. Oh, Mac yes, it is can. still in the hospital recovering from her leg surgery. Yeah. We're picking her up sometime today. That's why we're recording this episode so late. That's so cute. I'm, I'm so excited to have her, I'm, for her to I be I miss back. her. I it's been like one day. <laughs> I just keep thinking, like, I wonder if she's worried that we've left her there forever. But apparently the vet, like, sleeps over at the animal oh, yeah. after surgeries like this. Uh-huh. Which is so That's cute. so sweet. My friend Sarah was like, that's romance hero shit to have like a job mm. that requires so much of your personal life. Like yeah. every time he has to do one of these surgeries, he has to sleep in the hospital that night. Yeah. So that means that there's a lot of like, I was like, I don't know how he could ever have a life at all. And Sarah was like, that makes him a romance hero. Like yeah. you have to have people who like can't have much of a life. Yeah. And that's why they need to find true love or whatever. And right. then I'm just thinking about this surgeon and kind of laughing about it. Although he seems like a lovely guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. That's they really also sweet. texted me throughout the whole day with updates, which I'm like, more people should do that. I know. I wish <laughs> I wish they would like text updates because I'm like, is there an update? Is there an update? Yeah, I'm I'm an update person. Yeah. Like Yeah. Let me know as soon as you hear anything. Like, well, and you were there in the group chat when I was yeah. like, I haven't heard anything from almost for almost five hours. Do you think I should text them? And you were, everyone was like, no, go ahead and eat dinner first. And then you can text them. And then like, like five two minutes seconds later, later. texted yeah. you to be like, Hey, just let you know she's being sutured now. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes stuff just takes time, but I'm so yeah. glad you did hear from them eventually. What? This is like, I just keep having medical thoughts because I gave, I sent you that video of my explanation of the surgery oh, yes. that they did to her. But I was wrong. They don't actually just shave off that part of the bone. Uh-huh. They like cut it off and then reevaluate the angle and then oh. plate it back on. Okay. So it's not just a raw right. like, bone end against the joint. Okay. It's like just been replated. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Dog surgery is wild. That people. is so wild. Not not like anyway. human surgery at all. I mean, not that we'd want. Yeah, a human surgery makes surgery so much sense to me. <laughs> 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 no, vet surgery is just like. It's just so cool. And I'm, I always love it when people take the time to explain that sort of thing yes. to you because now I'm like, okay, my brain can like rationalize how this healing process is going to go. Exactly. Based on what I know to be happening. Yeah. And now you have like bed downstairs. Yep. Which is fulfilling a lifelong dream. I realized the first night sleeping down there that that's like inner child work to bring a mattress downstairs and sleep in the living room. I used to want to do that all the time. And it's just, I mean, your living room is so cozy anyway. So just, and also when you wake up in the living room, all of my prisms that are all throughout the first floor of my house are like going off Mm -hmm. because the windows on that side of the house that are like, that face the downstairs side are 
like in the right direction for right. morning sun. Yeah. And in our bedroom, they aren't. So right. it just feels so freaking magical. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be two months and then she'll be perfectly healed and there will be no complications and we'll be back upstairs like normal. Now, the first night you all slept downstairs together, how did she respond? Was she okay with it? The, well, so when we, when she had her last leg surgery, which was for a different issue in June, so during our hiatus, uh, was it in June? I think it must have been in June. Maybe yeah, I think it was May, June. But still during the hiatus. Right. She, we tried sleeping downstairs that first night and she fucking hated it. Like she just rejected it and uh-huh. ended up basically forcing us to go upstairs. Right. At 3 a.m. we finally understood what she was talking about and we went upstairs to sleep. But this time we took all of the furniture out of the living room and like, you know, vacuumed and cleaned and then brought down the mattress. Okay. And I think that that like switched something for her a little bit. Uh And also she's been in a lot of pain for at least four months. And so I think part of her was like really glad to not have to do the stairs. Yeah. Well, you kind of brought the nest downstairs. Like the nesting spot. (laughs) We very clearly brought her bedding downstairs. But also I do think that she's been masking a lot of her pain. Yeah, probably. Because the doctor said that the ligament was like almost fully ruptured. Oh my gosh. So. Poor baby. Poor baby. My little tiny nugget. I wish they could tell us when they're in pain because I just always sometimes wonder like, why, what, are you okay? Right. Well, like how many months has this been bugging you before you even started limping? Limping, exactly. Like we could have really nipped this in the bud earlier, but whatever. I mean, that's the problem with language. I guess we could find an animal communicator. Those pop up on my TikTok FYP every once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like our friend Anna has had one for her horse. For her horse. Yeah, totally. And she loved it. Yeah. And like some stuff was like extremely like accurate and spot on that the animal communicator didn't realize was Right. The history of Truman. So, but the problem with something like an injury is that I didn't see her get injured. Right. So I had, I would have had no idea until she started limping. Yeah. Basically, no matter what. Yeah. And then once she started limping, I think we probably only wasted like maybe two weeks. Right. Before we got her in to see the vet for the first time, we were like, maybe she'll just walk it off. Right. Right. Because that's what happened when, when I had to carry Kamja for like, what, two kilometers back. Yeah. You know, she like, it was like literally like a Friday or something. And I was like, okay, Monday, if she's still limping, I have to take it in. It was like right. a, a day thing where there's like, sometimes dogs, they think that they're really, really hurt. And so just limp just in case. And then the next day they're fine. Right. So exactly. it's, and also like, I know that Mac has like allergies on her foot as well. And so you're not sure if it's an allergy thing again. Right. She's, she has like foot issues in general. Right. So anyway, hopefully this will be the last time we have to do this and that yeah. she won't have a recurrence on the other side. But the surgery is like 90% successful. The one that she's getting. Oh, that's inside. good. Okay, good. It's, it's called the TPLO surgery. If anyone's oh. dealt with a dog having that and wants to reassure me that everything's going to be, be amazing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> If things didn't go well, I'd rather not hear it because yeah. I already know about all the risks involved. Right, right. Just... We're very hyper aware of the bad stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we did think that we still had the crate that we used for her when she was like a puppy in uh-huh. the garage somewhere. So we were going to just crate her for the first couple of days, but um, we couldn't get to it. It's oh. like way too deep into the bowel. So oh, instead, yeah. we're going to just try to like block off part of the living room in other ways we'll see yeah. how it goes we might yeah. end up having to take everything out of the garage to access the crate 
Oh, fun. Anyway, is this fun for everybody? Are people enjoying this content? I hope so. Well, in in last dog content news, I'm getting dog tattoos this weekend. Yeah, you are. Uh, Thigh, right? Yeah, like upper thigh, dog footprints, because that's where they like to sit. Yeah, not dog thigh Not dog thighs. (laughs) I mean, a a meaty thigh. thigh. We do love meaty (laughs) thighs of dogs, but no, yeah. I know. Oh, my God. That would be my dog tattoo. (laughs) Just like a beefy dog leg. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. Did you already take the prints or are you just going to? I took the prints of... and I sent them to the artist. So she already has each of their prints. Cause I used one of those, like, like they do it for baby feet when the baby's first yeah. born. They just like, it has like one side is like ink and you just press it on the other side and it doesn't like yeah. mess their pot, like their ink. They don't get any ink. Cause on I was like, how am I going to do cells. like, like inky paws and then wash it off? Like. And then I realized, especially like, oh, with all of her hair, I know, like it was already a struggle, like her hair on the pad itself. But I took that, <laughs> I took like good enough copies and sent them to the artist. And then she asked me like how big I wanted it to be. I may make go like because I told her like six centimeters, which is kind of I think like this big ish. Yeah, but yeah. I may, but for me it's like well if it looks too small, I'm I'm not a dainty person. So I think you're pretty dainty, but you are taller than people expect. You yeah. To be, I think. Yeah. So I'm not going to just like have a little dinky thing. No, it so. needs to be scaled appropriately. Yeah. I was just thinking when you're back in the United States, you're going to get so many fucking tattoos. Oh, I know. Because it's so much easier to access. Well, I mean, I already Korea. have one planned from our friend Jamie. That's when I'm getting my like mm-hmm. crabby stabby one. Like she's going to do my crab one. And then Rachel has already forced me into like honoring whatever tattoos we want to get for, from her people. So are you guys going to get matching tattoos? Are you maybe sure you matching... want to just live with her in a platonic life mate situation? <laughs> Rachel, maybe Esther hasn't floated this idea to you yet, but I think it'd make my life a lot easier if you guys just were roommates. <laughs> I mean, we have, we have like, we've not like discussed it, discussed it, but it has been something floated out there. Before you'd have so many animals, and that would be very fun. You, you could, do like, you know how? It up. And also, our tarot deck collection between the both of us—that's true—would be pretty. Would be like like quadrupled, and our podcast. I think the floor would collapse in the room <laughs> that they're all being. We would held in. the foundation, <laughs> like the limestone beneath the earth. We would have a sinking <laughs> yeah, exactly, hole situation. A total sinkhole. <laughs> Which is actually like one of my biggest fears. So a sinkhole—that's because you were raised in Florida, partially. Yeah, it's, nope, it's true. There aren't that and, many sinkholes in regular life. And I know, but just like suddenly the the ground opening and eating you—that's terrifying. Oh, that's a Christian trauma. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus calling you back suddenly and sinkholes. Same yeah, difference. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anything where suddenly you no longer get to exist on this planet and you're just immediately transported to a strange, scary, a strange place. place, scary place. Love that for myself. <laughs> All right. Shall we do this episode? Yes. 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 Let's do I also this. have to get my blood drawn today. So we're just like doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Lot of, this is a lot of medical dog and needle chat. This, this is, morning. this is true. And meanwhile, we thought that our blood cadaverous blood transfusion conversation was too dark for the podcast. <laughs> too dark for the podcast. Ah, I love it. It's your turn to pick a card. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
six, seven. The card of the day is the Ten of Cups from oh. Pacific Northwest Tarot. Isn't that Aww. sweet? Gotta love a Ten of yeah. Cups. Hopefully we're filled with joy and fulfillment and emotional wellness and connections. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, our first question of the episode is from B, and she says, my husband and I have been taking... Wait, have been ta- talking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was saying it taking off. two tries. You talking off, this. talking off. My husband and I have been talking off and on since we started dating five years ago about how after our parents pass away, we want to move up to Oregon and get out of Utah. Two years ago, his brother, wife, and kids moved up there, and we missed the heck out of them, and that really sold us on moving there sooner rather than later. Especially since this last year, we decided we don't want kids of our own, and we'd love to see our niece and nephews grow up. We sat down and talked on Halloween about how we want to move up there in five years and started making a plan. Five years turned into three years, and now we are planning on on one and a half years. We own a house, and that's really the only thing stopping us from moving. Uh, moving next week. We invited our closest friend, who had lived with us before, to join us on our move, and he said, when do I need to be packed by? Love it. Are we being too hasty in our planning? Should we wait the five years or say, fuck it, we are in our early 20s and get our house ready to be sold? Any other advice would be much welcome. We've we've lived in northern Utah our whole lives and would love to experience something that isn't Utah culture. Fair. Yes. I've heard about this Well, you know how we feel about moving. culture. Yeah, utopia. No. Utah-pian. That can't be right. Utah. If we're saying, we're trying to make a pun with utopia. Oh. Utopian. I was. was. (laughs) Utah seems terrible. Not terrible. It's beautiful. But I think that it's like having such a, like. A very big bubble. What is the word that I'm looking for where everyone is similar? Having such a homogenous. Homogenous. Society seems really stressful. Exhausting. And not a lot of caffeinated places because of Mormons. Well, that's fine. I'm not on the caffeine anymore, but I think that like just having kind of the cultural expectations be so well understood feels really stifling. Makes sense. Just kind of like with growing up in any sort of church. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So let's answer B's question. I just think that you're probably not being too rash if you created a plan that just the timeline got accelerated. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we are all about moving forward we're all about moving but also i just as a side note because people do this a lot people put their own lives on hold thinking when so and so is dead then i'll do x y or z right they hold themselves back from moving forward for whatever like mythical reason like to me that's kind of like not wishing ill because it obviously isn't wishing ill. it's wishing for the best but also like like if your if your loved ones knew that you were just waiting for them to die to do something you really wanted to do, I think they'd be sad, sad yeah, by that. Yeah. Like do what you want to do, and then eventually you'll die anyway. So right, right. No, just... I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding, but I'm being flippant. Yes. Humor. Humor reasons. Anyway, all right. So let's just answer, I guess, yes or no, or kind of like vibe on the speed. Yeah, vibe of this on the move making. of a quick move. The, yeah, vibe on the speed of decision making, and then we'll do vibe on the move. And I'm using the Hilda tiles because I cleaned my whole office yesterday. I've got to clean everything tomorrow. Oh, okay. Huh. What did you get for the vibe of the timing? Uh, the devil and the hermit. Okay, and I got the Page of Swords and the Seven of Pentacles. Okay. 
The devil and the hermit is kind of interesting because I think that that's sort of like exposing maybe the fears about the speed of the move. Like, yeah. Are you like out of control? Are you like running from something or hiding from something mm-hmm. or whatever? But I don't think that the devil paired with the hermit is necessarily a bad thing it's, in the context of this question. Yeah, it kind of feels like there's that that balance going on where you're wanting to do this thing like right now, like almost, I don't want to say impatiently, but you're like wanting to get the show on the road and the hermit's like, take, not take a step back and fully pull back. But like, re- like remember, like to do this from a foundational sort of way instead right. of right. And I think that pants. that's paired with the page of swords and the seven of pentacles is saying like, yeah, year and a half could be fine because the page of swords is like thoughtful and mm-hmm. like rational about stuff, and also right. at the beginning of the journey. And then the seven of pentacles is about seeing hard work pay off. Right. So I feel like having like if you were moving literally tomorrow, that would right. be one thing. But keeping with a year and a half long plan is really rational. You've already worked through all of the sort of details surrounding that. And then you'll be able to like see that hard work of preparation pay off and then be able to move confidently. Yeah. 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 So there's almost like a lack of confidence now because there's sort of this push and pull of wanting to be gone, but knowing that it's not right yet. Mm -hmm. But that's why you have a year and a half long plan. Yeah. Yeah. And you're at the beginning of that with your page showing up. So you're at the beginning of that year and a half long plan. And by the end of it, you'll be ready to go. You'll see all the fruits of your labor paying off and you'll be able to have more of a strong and less kind of like chaotic devil vibe with actually moving. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's just going to be this, this push and pull feeling of like, I want to move forward immediately, but you have to like slow your, you know, slow down your giddy up. Well, and I think even the wording of the next question that she wrote, should we wait the five years or say, fuck it, we're in our early 20s and get our house ready to be sold? That's kind of where that devil versus hermit thing is coming into play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like those are two extremes Mm -hmm. where in the actual writing of the question, you even said that one of the options was a year and a half. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of like finding that balance between like being in control of yourself fully, which is a very hermity card, like hermits only in charge of themselves. And the devil, which has no control over yourself at all, mm-hmm. like finding that balance, which it seems like you already have, right. is going to be the key. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Okay. So maybe like next steps. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Next steps. I don't think that waiting five years is... No, I don't think it's, I I don't think it's, so the card, no cards came up saying like, it's going to be like super bad, like no, like five of wands or five of swords or something like that. Right. You know, so I, I don't think that we need to maybe address that, but yeah, I think just next steps or like things to prepare ahead of time or like the next. Yeah. And if you already have a plan in place, great. So just, these are things to add to your existing plan. Or maybe just phrase it, things to know about the move. Yeah, Um, things to know. Add that to your existing plan. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I like mine. What did you get? I got the four of swords. I only pulled one. And I got the king of cups and the three of wands. Oh. So I feel like it's time to start maybe telling people. I mean, the Four of Swords is so restful and peaceful, Mm -hmm. but maybe like making peace. Okay, no, they all just clicked in my brain. Okay, yes. Making peace with really supportive loved ones, like Mm -hmm. the King of Cups 
energy, like very nurturing, supporting, powerful loved ones. Uh Uh-huh. Making peace with them, celebrating this decision you're making with them will allow you to be more restful about it rather than, like, frantically worried about it. Yeah. Like, say, we've made this exciting decision. This is what we're up to. Mm -hmm. And then having them celebrate with you will allow for you to kind of not be so worried about it and have that peacefulness of the four of swords. Yeah, I agree with that. I like that interpretation. Because, it, yeah, especially if you're thinking, like, you already are getting positive responses. Your friend who's going to be moving with you was like, hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And I'm sure that your husband's brother and his wife and kids <clears throat> will be thrilled to have aunt and uncle around more, all of that stuff. So it's just kind of like bringing all of your other emotional support systems into the fold and being like, this is a decision we're making. Here's our plan. We have these 18 months figured out. This is what we're going to do. And then everyone will want to celebrate with you and it'll make it feel way less overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And And you'll be able to start like enacting those plans like that three of wands kind of encourages you to do. Yeah, exactly. I love it. No, I got, did I get the three of wands or the four of wands? I thought you had three of wands. I thought you said three of wands. Oh, maybe I did. Now I can't find it. (laughs) Where did you go? Oh yeah. It was the three of wands. Yeah. It'll just feel more like you already have a plan, so you need to convey it to people. Yeah. Yeah. Get people on board and then you'll be good. So yeah, don't think about it in terms of like, is the year and a half too short? It's more like, is this plan meeting all of the steps we need to meet right. in order to be successful? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is this meeting all of the criteria and that we need to do to yeah. make this move a good thing for us, which I just basically yeah. like rewarded what Holly said, but yes. It's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> God, today's a bad one. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Gross I'm, I'm you flummy to too. Out. Oh no, I'm over here flummy too. So, oh man, okay. oh man, so gnarly. All right, cool. Well, we have a second question from Jess. This question is from April, though. So, Jess, if this is no longer relevant, please feel free to give us any updates. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this is from pre hiatus, but Jess says. I need some advice and a pep talk from you and hopefully from the cards. I've made a commitment to level up my tarot practice this year. So that's the first problem, I guess, that this was in April and now it's in November. Well, maybe this is like an encouraging, like, you know, fist bump. Halfway yeah, through. exactly. I've made a commitment to level up my tarot practice this year and unknowingly and magically, my wonderful tarot mentor and friend suggested that I offer weekly 30 minute readings at a local bookstore where she also reads. She's literally amazing. I love giving readings, but I haven't done them for pay and mostly over Zoom for practice with friends. Although I do, I did do a Zoom party for them once. I absolutely love the experience, but I'm always a little nervous every time I read. My questions are, do I need to choose a set spread for a 30 minute reading or do I just pull cards? I'm not sure if my nerves are just my annoying anxiety or or my intuition saying, no girl, what are you doing? The other thing is that I have to promote it, which means letting folks know on socials that I read cards professionally, which also seems scary. I'm not exactly in the tarot closet, but I do have a few family members and some faux religious acquaintances who would gossip. I can't, uh, I can get over that as I'm a Leo sun, Aries moon and Scorpio rising, (laughs) but do the cards have any advice on whether or not I should take this next step? Okay. So I think that the first question Mm -hmm. is 
my uh, sh- about the spread. set reading. Yeah, I think so. I think that's really helpful. Yeah, yeah. I especially like if there's one that you're comfortable with. Like I know, like past, present, future is always just a good one to kind of foundationally pull on, and then you can like pull extra clarifying cards from there and sort of build your own reading from that. I'm a big fan yeah. of that sort of thing because that allows you to not only have that safety net of like, you know, here's a set spread that everyone will do, you know, get, but then I can put my own flair on things. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a to, to me, or that even makes if sense. If you don't want to do past, present and future, because you don't want to always talk about like yeah the past or always talk about the future or whatever, you could also do something like any of those sort of like daily check-in spreads yeah. like, that we have written even where it's like, like your current energy and what you should know about an upcoming event or whatever, anything where it's sort of like, gives you a little bit more structure so that you go into it thinking here's the parameters. And then if your in-person clearance have specific questions, which they might, yeah, you can deviate from it, but that would probably to me alleviate a lot of the anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Cause at least like you have something there to begin with. And then as you get more confident in reading for others, you don't need, you know, you don't feel a need to have that necessarily. Right. Right. And you, they're choosing something that's like a basic four card spread and then riffing off of that is mm-hmm. like kind of what we do with most of our questions. Yeah. Like what's the energy surrounding the situation? What are the next steps? All of that. And it just kind of gives you more direction. And also having something that's shorter means you can always expand further. But if you just jump into it with like a full blown Celtic cross, <laughs> that's so much time and right. so much energy. It's just like, you know, you don't need that many cards if you only have a half hour yeah yeah and if you're somebody like me who likes to pull a thousand cards you can always do that but jumping off from the initial point of like here are sort of some general ideas of what you could riff off of is still helpful right and sometimes like most of the time how i read for other people just like friends groups or whatever or like publicly like i'll just listen to what they would like to ask me reframe a question then pull like three cards and then like interpret all three of the cards together it's not as necessarily a spread it's just getting like those three cards like okay here's your answer and finished you know kind of sort of thing so if that's more your flair that's fine too yeah and you may have already come up with an idea of what kind of spread you'd like to do and if that's the case we'd love to hear about it because I always think that's interesting to see what other people are doing but yeah I think that like coming up with some basic jumping off point questions mm-hmm. will not hurt. That's for sure. Yeah, totally. It'll make you feel more empowered. And just to speak on the nerves thing, I think that it's really normal to feel nervous. Yeah. When you're reading, especially when you're reading for literal strangers, because mm-hmm. you just never know how people are going to react to something. Like, I don't know if you, if uh, the second season of white Lotus is like airing in Korea. Oh yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So in episode three, uh, Jennifer Coolidge's character has a tarot card reader come oh. to read her cards. Uh-huh. And it's like, first of all, Nathan kept making, Nathan kept pausing it to be like, is what she's saying accurate to those cards? And I'm like, of course, of course it isn't. But whatever. Um, but she like, she disagrees with the card reading. She's uh-huh. like really pissed about it. And she kind of kicks the lady out in this really histrionic way because uh-huh. it's Jennifer Coolidge's of course. character. But it's just like that is always a risk when you're doing readings for strangers that some people are going to fucking hate it and be really mad at you. Yeah. So I think that there's some level of anxiety inherent with that. Yeah. But also, like, I do think that there's something to be said about feeling the anxiety being like maybe trying to identify what parts of it are like excitement versus fear, because Mm -hmm. the excitement parts could very well be intuitive, like, you know, revving up of the engine, revving up of the intuitive engine of like 
this is gonna be great. Yeah. And we're gonna puke a little bit because we're stressed out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What was I? I was thinking of something and then I got distracted by your song about puking. <laughs> <laughs> because that's your new, that's your new lifelong <laughs> until August until motto of is things are gonna be great. And she's gonna, gonna have a puke a bucket up beside her. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. I'll remember when I'm editing the episode and be like, dang it, I had something really good to say. Let <laughs> <laughs> me like, just like, nerves, anxiety, girl, what are you doing? Intuition revving up. Nope. It's gone. It's gone. Aww, it's fine. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, it's not. I'm <laughs> sorry that my beautiful, no. melodious voice threw you off your game. Like my grandma would say, it must have been a lie. Anything that you forget like that, it must have been a lie. <laughs> No, that, that, that only works if you're like fully neurotypical. Otherwise it's just like, nope, I, my nope. brain just doesn't, my brain doesn't work like that. I don't like it. Yeah. I'll remember <laughs> in like two seconds like, once we've on moved on. The next thing. <laughs> of course, of course. Well then let's answer the second part of her question, which is about like posting on social media. I'm oh, sure yeah. you've already done this. My intuition is saying that this was no problem for you. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Especially with that chart. Yeah. You yeah. had absolutely oh, that's what I was no gonna problem. Say. I remembered. The terror lady, I think, talks about in one of her books where she would have clients come in and, like, test her and stuff like that. Yeah, and we talked about it with her right. when we talked to her. Yeah, so I think, what was it? Was it Tarot No Questions Asked is maybe the one that she talks yeah, about had, it in, yeah, I think? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So if you, like, and she, I think, had really good ways to, like, diffuse the situation and, like not take those readings or whatever, like to be like, you know, I don't think you're ready for this right now because your intentions aren't good essentially. So that you, that you still feel empowered and have control if you have someone who's just trying to be an asshole to you. So, so maybe check that out or what, it's one of her books. It's Tarot No Questions Asked maybe. It might've been, no, because, well, I think it was Tarot No Questions Asked. Yeah. Cause I don't think she has a, another i mean she has other tarot books but i think that's the one that goes over like the readings like well exactly doing professional I readings thinking, I, I think i remember it being in a tarot specific book not right one that did tarot and astrology right right so i think it was tarot no questions asked. yeah because i think it's in her chapter where she talks about professional readings or something like that yeah so maybe yeah, you totally give that a right. glance over if yeah. you're feeling fancy Right. And there are so many people who read professionally out in the world, but I think that probably a lot of them still feel at least some level of like, like not pit in your stomach. Cause that sounds too extreme, but yeah. just like a little twinge yeah. in your stomach of like, okay, let's do that. Well, Cause I mean, it's, it's sort of a, to me, a good thing that you're not like an egotistical person who like thinks that, you know, everything and you have no feelings or empathy at all for whatever, you know, you're, you're taking whatever your job is in this and your role in this is seriously. Yeah. You're not doing it to scam somebody. You're not doing it for your own like glory and value as we like to do as Leo's <laughs> you're, you're, you have a respect. There's a respect there. And I think that's a good I sign. I feel like I majorly want to meet Jess because a Leo sun, Aries moon and Scorpio rising. That sounds amazing. The best person to gossip with in the entire world. Can you see all the receipts, all of the rage, yeah, all of yeah. the like glory of like being in the middle of all the oh, conversations. So Love good. So good. A Scorpio rising with an Aries moon. They're just like willing to really put shit out there. And I am so here for that. So exciting. Uh, anyway. All right. So 
Uh, I don't. I think that you probably have already posted publicly about doing this, so I don't really feel like we necessarily need to worry about that second question. Yeah. I'm sure it went fully, fully great, but we can still give you advice for your next steps in your tarot reading career. Yeah. Let's give Jess advice. One, two, three, a four, five, six, and a seven. <laughs> this and is our five, musical six, episode. Seven, eight. I know. Seriously. Ooh, I got the devil. <laughs> and the tower. Oh, God. I got, okay, hold your horses. <laughs> I got the ten of swords and the nine of wands. <laughs> okay. Maybe all of this was for nothing and maybe just tried. Maybe just tried. And now we're just like talking out of our asses about it. Jess! Now I really want to hear from Jess again. I because know. if this is the next steps being like... Destroy everything and restart again. And what, you got the ten of swords and what? The nine of wands. So it sounded like <laughs> it sounds like it was kind of traumatic, to be honest. Yeah, happened. maybe. I hope that you're okay. Yeah. I hope that you're no long. I hope that you're in the in the mode of leaving this reading opportunity. Right. Or yeah, it it may it may actually be about the opportunity at the place itself. With the well, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking because we do have we have had friends mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. who thought that they were being given a gift of an opportunity by a mentor that ended up being really really manipulative. Yes, and super demanding yes. and uh, isolating mm-hmm. and difficult. Yes. So I get that vibe from this. Yeah, I mean, all these cards popped out. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I think that it's time for you to leave that environment and go strike out on your own. That, yeah. If you haven't already. Yeah. I kind of feel like you maybe already know this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also keep us updated. Yes, and please. Get some rest. It sounds uh, yeah. like you need to be away from these people. Yeah. Cause that this nine of wands is like, you're, you're tired. You're, you're, yeah. you're tired of fighting. And the 10 of swords. It's already done. <laughs> like you need to just yeah. move on. Mm-hmm. Let Burn it all it fall apart around you. Yep. yep. When was the last time that we got, so many negative cards. So many, Both so of us. many dire cards between they, the two of us. Between the two of us, because I like, hope you're okay, Jess. Yeah, I hope so too. Because usually we only draw like one of us will only draw like one or two negative cards, and not like yeah. All but four this of them. is like just to reiterate: the Tower, the Devil, the Nine of Wands, and the Ten of Swords as a next step. Yeah. Question answer. Yeah. So light it up. You and by that I mean. In a tower don't, sense. Yeah, d- like don't don't like sense. go Aries and um, torch stuff, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, no actual fires. Uh, that would be great. <laughs> Wait, can you yes. tell that story now that you're no longer I may, with I, that van? I may tell it on Patreon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if there'd be legal repercussions of me telling it publicly, but I could tell <laughs> it on Patreon. Wait till you're back in the United States and then you can tell that story. We'll have like a like a 12 episode podcast series on Esther's adventures in Korea. <laughs> and all the and To be clear, people in Korea listening, Esther didn't light anything on No, fire. I did not. No. She didn't even know anything was happening. No. Nope. This is all stuff that happened to her the situation, life. yes. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I thought it already was resolved. It, it is, but I just, because of defamation laws here. Oh, right. I forgot about defamation laws. Oh my God. I can defame all I want. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Because I'm still <laughs> married to the person, allegedly. <laughs> I just like saying allegedly. <laughs> I think you're using it fully appropriately. Thank you. Thank so you. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right. Well, Jess, keep us. I, I'm desperate for updates. So yes. please reach out to us on Instagram or email yes. us. Yeah, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Because as I already said, before we even knew that things were going poorly here, I feel like there's a, you'd be a good person to give dirt on a situation. Yes. We and are expecting the receipts. Is, yeah. I would love to. I'm a messy person. We, we Yes, we are. This is true. The other day. So we go. Logan got a deck that he was oh, yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. fan of. He told us in a group chat that he's like, ah, it's not for me. I'm going to sell it. And then I saw a sales post in a Facebook uh, tarot deck sales group. And before realizing it was him, I had screenshotted it to send it to him to be like, oh, it looks like you're not the only one with this opinion about this deck. And then I realized that it was actually Logan who posted it. And I was like, God, I'm so messy. Why was I just like trying to be dramatic and be like, Logan, look. Look, other people hate this deck too. Well, also because sometimes we we like feel isolated. Like, are we the weird one for hating this deck or Or just whatever. like feeling like it's overrated or like, right. you know, disappointed or whatever. It can feel really isolating. And one of the things that I always really admire about Logan with his deck collection is that he has a really strong sense of what he likes. Yes. He'll buy stuff that he knows he should like. And then if he doesn't like it, unlike us, where yeah. we buy something we think we should like, and then we're like, maybe I'll grow to love it. Right. He just gets Sells rid it. of it. Immediately. It's such a healthy thing. Yeah. He's just like, nope, I don't, you I know, don't have space not, for this. Yeah. It, this isn't hitting me the way that I want it to. So I'm going to sell it. And he'll just post it that day. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's like incomprehensible, <laughs> not incomprehensible inconceivable to me inconceivable yes. like i truly can't conceive of <laughs> acting that way I, I have decks yeah we, we were before we decided what we were going to do for our patreon gifts this year i was like oh i'll just pull like 50 decks or whatever out of my own collection to give away i was able to come up to pretty close that number of oh decks really i was like ah, i don't use this i don't, I don't this. really like yeah. this as much as i want to or i this would be better in somebody else's house i yeah. just put those decks away and i counted them and there were like 36 decks oh my gosh esther why did I put them away? Why did I not just say these are clearly de decks you're yeah. willing to part with and sell them? And sell them. Now they're all integrated back into my collection. So I'm I, keeping yeah. them forever. You're, they're absorbed. I they're they're reabsorbed. I have problems with, like, I will package everything for the post office and then never go to the post office. Yeah. That's my problem. <sighs> so I do that too. We're so just like, better keeping we, them. I mean, the only thing that's going to have to change is that you're about to move across the world again. I know. <sighs> no, well not, let's not think about it. <laughs> I'm just like, no, you're going to give away situation. a lot of decks to your friends there. You already yeah. do. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah. Up, I bet you're going to, you're going to harshly, harshly cut down your collection to like 20 decks, give everything else away. You're yeah. going to get back to the United States and rebuy a lot All of, of things once you have a job yeah. that makes you feel like you have that kind of, kind of money. Income. Right, right, right. Yeah. God. All right. We'll talk about all of this more as we get closer. <laughs> I need to talk you into a deck now. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 But also Jess, let us know you're safe because Jesus yes, please. fucking Christ. <laughs> yes, please. Yes. No Send wonder I was so called to answer that question, even though it's from April. Uh, all right. So today I'm going to talk Esther into a deck that I think is an uphill battle for me more than other options. Okay. Because it is, while it is very neat, it is also really aesthetic. So remember how last oh. week you we were talking about like the aesthetic to woo woo, woo, -woo. or esoteric pipeline. Right. Kind of diverges. This is on the aesthetic side. Okay. Okay. And the aesthetic side is usually not my wheelhouse typically. I know, but it's so pretty. 
I mean, I'm just letting listeners know ahead of time. So. Right, right, right. Exactly. Good like, I like about. aesthetic decks, but usually ha- I have to be talked into it or be like, okay, I understand this one. So Right. So Hence this, this deck, episode. Right, exactly. So I'm going to talk you into this deck this time and we'll okay. see how it goes. Okay. This deck is called The Daily Ritual Oracle by Jackie Morgan with art from Costanza Gopinger. It was published by Rockpool. This is what the booklet looks like. Okay. Okay. So the art, and we'll take a video of this and post it on my Instagram so that you can see the pictures also. The art, every single person, every single figure is wearing an awesome outfit. And that's why I love this deck so much. Okay. So the deck itself, I guess, let's, from the publisher, the publisher says about this, the calming nature-based goddess images on on these cards invite you to begin your day by pulling a card that includes a message from the goddess a mantra and a ritual to create a mindfulness practice to transform your life through daily ritual. This immersive 36 card deck of goddesses has been so goddess meaning just like goddess energy, not specific goddesses. Like none of them are meant to represent actual specific like pantheon goddesses. Okay. 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 Figures just in general. Um, Okay. Exactly. Uh, the goddesses will help you elevate your daily routines into rituals and create mindfulness practices out of the mundane. Each card contains an affirmation, a message, and a ritual you can connect with to practice mindfulness and intention. The messages will provide you with guidance. The affirmation is for you to repeat as you like, and the ritual practice you do each day to bring the card, well, you can do each day to bring the card's intention to life. Place your cards somewhere around your house or workspace where you'll see it most. It's your visual reminder of that day's ritual practice. This beautiful set really is a unique combination of affirmation cards and Oracle deck information. Okay. So, um, I'm going to start by the card. I'm going to start with the issue that I think would, okay, no, let me get my thoughts in order. Okay. This deck makes me think of stationary stores. Okay. Not only because Rockpool kind of creates decks that are like available at stationary stores, mm-hmm. but also because it's like very basic entry level spiritualism. Okay. Okay. I think that it might be too like nice white lady spiritualism a little bit. Okay. Like there are people of color depicted, depicted throughout the deck in a really great way, but it is sort of like maybe a deck that w- could lead you to be worried that only people who have some transphobic ideas could be into it because of goddess language. Okay. There's also like a ma a mom a mama card. Okay. That, where the affirmation is I am calm, I am ready with a pregnant lady. And I was just kind of like, yeah, that's not really for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of 36 cards and I like the other ones a lot. So okay. that okay. was my what WTF card and also my speculation about why you wouldn't want this. Okay. Card. Okay. 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 Because when I look through the rituals, a lot of them are actually really like kind of even scientifically backed ideas of like oh. gratitude, affirmations, all of those things. So none yeah. of those are like bad, but yeah, it's as people who are not having children, it can be like a little off putting to have a mom card, like a mama card specifically, even though that energy is something that we can all have. Yeah. Yeah. And then also anytime there's language of like goddess energy, I'm always a little bit like, I need to research this creator a little bit more. To right. See what what's they're talking there. about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like cis focused. Yes. Um, so, but it is traditional Oracle size. So it's wider and shorter than a tarot deck. The backs are these really cool two-toned, like, Ooh, light uh, pink, like, salmon and uh-huh. violet, kind of, with a Ooh. pretty star in the middle. 
Um, it's gold gilded on the edges, oh, okay. and it's a nice one that isn't like flaky. It feels very. It's almost matte gold. Okay. You can probably see it a little bit more here. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. In person, it looks more like this. Okay. It's not as shiny <laughs> as what it appears yeah. to be in the, in the light. Not glittery. It's not like it's not like uh, fountain tarot because that's okay. Yeah yeah yeah. A lot yeah. this week. Okay. So I'm going to go through all of the cards that I think, oh, hmm. what was I indicating to myself by putting this in between these cards? Maybe these are ones that I really liked and then the rest of the ones I really liked and I also thought might convince you. Okay. Okay. That's probably what it was. Okay. (laughs) I always do like my card selection stuff in a different room and then I have to like put little notes for myself to indicate what I mean by what. But sometimes if it's been a couple days, which it has this week because of Mac reasons. Right. I will forget. All right. So I really love the balance card. Again, the outfits are key. Oh, yeah. So look at this balance card. There's like this light pink background. There's this woman who's holding the sun and the moon in each hand. Mm-hmm. And her outfit has all of these stylized flowers and stuff on it. So cute. And the mantra for balance is, I tip the scales of balance in my favor. Oh, Okay. Which is a fun affirmation. Because right. I think it would be like, I'm creating balance, but the affirmative side of it would be, I am receiving the benefit of this balance. Right, so right. Manifestation stuff. Yeah. Um, I also really love the connection card because this is something that I've personally been working really hard on. I'm finding myself every, as every winter, but also paired with max surgery recovery, which is going to be so intense. I'm finding myself really withdrawing from others. Yeah. So I'm trying to put myself in a position where if connections are important to me, which they are, yeah. I'm like leaving my comfort zone. Like for example, we're picking up Mac today and I'm going to one of my dearest friends, bachelorette parties out of town mm-hmm. on Friday. Okay. So I'm going to be gone for two nights right after Mac's surgery. And Nathan's totally fine with it. I know he can handle this. On yeah. Time. Yeah. But my brain is saying, you're a terrible person. What are you doing? Aww. And I'm trying to remember connect my connection with my friend Shannon is really important to me. Yeah. And so Forging that connection, maintaining that connection is something that I need to prioritize. Yeah, absolutely. And Nathan will be fine with Mac. Yeah. Like, he's an adult man. He's, <laughs> I don't need to babysit him. Right, He's right. more responsible than I am. <laughs> anyway, so this card has two figures who are oh. sitting on the ground together. Again, their outfits are so cute. Yeah. And they're sitting sort of under this balanced sky with the moon and the sun. It's sort of a desert landscape. And they're holding hands and they're just feeling connected mm. and the mantra for that says, or the affirmation for that says I nurture and nourish the connections that fill my cup. I and like these the affir- colors. I like these affirmations so far. They're very thoughtful. I know. I think the affirmations are really thoughtful. And I think that the colors selected for the mm-hmm. art are really, really cool. It's kind of like a pop art vibe. Yeah. It's really stylized. It's not like necessary. I mean, they are all representing people, but they're not like overly representational. Right. They're very obviously stylized people. And I just think that they're great. Yeah. All right. So then these are the ones that I specifically selected as ones that I thought you'd be into. Okay. Mostly because of outfits and colors, but also because of the <laughs> affirmations. Themselves. Okay. Okay. So courage, which is card number nine, the affirmation says I leap forward in courage. And it's basically two hilltops and this woman wearing sort of a sheer dress. That's such a cool effect. Is that like on the the card itself is like an overlay? No. Well, no. So it's all within the actual art itself. Like it's all printed. There's no like additional UV. Because it looks like shiny on my end. 
Oh, that's probably just because of my the ring camera. Light. Oh, okay. it did look shiny. Oh. So isn't, isn't there like a yeah. little shiny effect? There? It does look shiny in the camera. Yeah. Let me turn this <laughs> off and hopefully that'll. Because that's not representational of what it actually looks. Oh, like. okay, okay. That okay. would be cool though. I know. But it's still this like sort of. It, it still looks shiny, right? Maybe it is shiny. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Okay, maybe it's just the camera filter of like Google. Yeah, Google's <laughs> made it. But the sheer dress, she's like leaping from cliff to cliff and her sheer dress is covered with all of these celestial images. So pretty. And it just seems so like, she seems so confident. Like her yes. body position is very like excited and active. Mm-hmm. And I love that for a courage. Yes. It, it turns a courage card from a focus of like, like I need to be courageous. Right. To, I already am courageous. Yeah. This is great for affirmations. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, fortune, I want this whole entire outfit. Okay, okay. So it says, abundance, prosperity, and good fortune make their way to me. And again, it's like this really beautiful pink background. Yeah, for some reason, my camera is putting guilt on a lot. (laughs) Because even the sun behind her head looks a little bit like golden. Yeah. Her dress is like a light blue with all of these white white, uh, leaves and stuff on it. And it's just really, she's like holding a cornucopia that's like, dropping coins on her feet and i just really and she's a redhead right adjacent redhead adjacent adjacent. okay we'll we'll claim her okay (laughs) uh the gratitude card is also really great the colors of the background are like the light blue and then some of the orange and pink from some of the earlier cards Uh and the affirmation says i pause for a moment of gratitude for the many blessings in my life and it's this figure wearing, again, a really cool floral top that's sort Ooh. of in like a prayer hand pose, but she looks a little windswept. Yeah. And there's an element of like being outside and at peace with nature mm-hmm. that I really like with this card. And yeah. obviously her top is cute as hell. Yes, it and is. And you really would absolutely cute. wear that. I would, I would wear a full dress like that. <laughs> hell yeah, you would. Speaking <laughs> so of full dresses. Okay. Joyfulness. Today I bask in the energy of joy. Oh. And again, full length floral dress. There's a pink, light pink background. The arms outstretched on this figure are so joyful. Yeah. With the sun by her head. And it's just like, again, the outfit is great. The joyfulness meaning is great. Yes. I think that the affirmations are just so well written. Yes. Yes. And even though they're like flat characters, like flat lay characters almost, there's still like expression and movement that's really well implied. So much movement. Exactly. So manifestation, the affirmation says, with the help of the universe, I co-create my dream life. This is actually an outfit that you kind of have, which is a really cool jumpsuit. I do. Covered in patterns. Do have it. So she's like standing in relief against a moon wearing this black jumpsuit that's covered with flowers and different symbols. She has a pitcher in each hand that's dumping out like gold glitter almost. And I love that, that representation of creating Mm -hmm. the dream life. Yes. Look at this like sparkly, like love that I get to kind of bring into the world. Yeah. And then my last favorite card that I wanted to show you is called self-compassion. And it says today I treat myself with loving kindness And again, it's just this figure who's sort of wrapped up in herself. There's a moon and a star on top of her head. And then the colors behind her are this really beautiful teal and yellow Mm -hmm. that kind of go along with her dress. And I love that she's physically hugging her. Yes, I love that part. I think that that is such a nice little addition. Yes. And it doesn't have to do with anyone else, like, interacting with her. 
to like right. make her She's feel just loved on her own. Exactly. So I want to. I didn't choose this ahead of time, but I want to read you a page from the book. So I'm just going to okay. choose self compassion, so you get a sense of how the ritual gets incorporated. Okay. Okay. So self compassion. Today I treat myself with loving kindness. To practice self compassion is an act with. Um, Oh, sorry. I can't read. It's just a fact. <laughs> we're just we're just there today. <laughs> to practice self-compassion is to act with understanding towards yourself when you suffer, fail, or feel inadequate, rather than ignoring your pain or berating yourself. Self-compassion means turning the turning the kindness, appreciation, and love you often give to others inwards. So the reason that I really like that part and I haven't even read this before because I was just choosing based on the affirmation itself Mm -hmm. is that it's not just saying, you know, be nice to yourself always. Right. Specifically when you fail or feel inadequate. Yes. Rather than ignoring the pain that comes with that to say, I acknowledge this pain and I'm choosing to forgive myself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the ritual says, catch yourself in moments of self-criticism or blame and replace those negative thoughts with your mantra which is, again, today I treat myself with loving kindness. It's not always easy to speak to yourself with compassion, especially if you're programmed towards thinking negatively. Today, give yourself the appreciation and acceptance you would offer to those you love. Oh, that's really sweet. And so it's just like, I do think that it's like very basic. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not woo-woo at all. It's very aesthetic. It's It's not, you know... It's not witchy necessarily. It's right. very like yoga Sup- studio right. or whatever. It seems very just, like supportive, like inspirational sort of yeah, yeah. deck. Yeah. I think it would be something that would be easy for somebody who could use a little bit of self-work but is scared of Oracle and Tarot. Yeah. Deck. So in yeah. that way it's kind of fluffy. But I just think that the art being so cool really yeah. makes up for any like e- like. I guess basicness of the cards themselves because the art is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then the rituals are beautiful and basic and simple and achievable. And I just really think it's a really cool deck. Yeah. It seems super approachable, like as a first starting out or just like something simple to do once a day. If you're not like into like huge rituals with, right. Exactly. If you're short on time or if you're feeling a little bit lost about what specifically you could be doing, this would be a really good thing to do because you just pull any card. Like, let's say my card for the day is intuition, Mm -hmm. which is again, a really great dress. Oh, that's so cute. And it says, I am in tune with my soul's inner knowing. And if I'm like, you know, going about my day thinking like, I'm trying to incorporate more magic, but I'm just not really sure how. Mm -hmm. And then I pull that card and my, uh, Ritual for the day is pay special attention to those moments where your inner voice shines through. You may have an important decision to make or at a crossroads or are just going through the day-to-day motions of life. Honor those moments when you are led to an answer through a gut feeling or hunch, or you just know as that is your intuition shining through to guide you. So it's just like asking you for that day to take note rather than always, because that can feel sort of overwhelming on this specific day. I'm just taking note of those moments where my intuition is coming. Yeah. From. And intuition isn't a scary woo-woo thing. It's like your internal yeah, knowingness. Everybody. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
So anyway, cool. I thought it was a really fun little deck. It's also yeah. like $14 yeah. and super readily available. So if you're looking for a gift for somebody that you think could use some more ritual, this would be a good thing to incorporate. Yeah, especially since like the holiday season's coming up, it'd be a nice little yeah, addition to a little to gift Yule. bag. Exactly. And like having it be kind of affordable and approachable and yes. some of the aesthetic high points is also just like a great <laughs> gift. Yes, exactly. Sorry. Come just sneezing. <laughs> She takes after Welcome me. Welcome to the club. I know. Seriously. <laughs> oh, well, it is in my tarot store, so I will add that to my deck, uh, my my cart at the moment. Yep. And then you'll sleep on it and think and about I'll, it. Exactly. That's what I always do. I always just, everything I do now, I just put it in my cart and then come back to it when I want to spend money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I really, so just as a, another note, maybe uh-huh. we should contact Rockpool and ask them for like copies of stuff because I yeah. think they do, they have like a really interesting thing. Like, I, I, I think I gave it to Mara when she was living with us. They did a deck that was all sleep affirmations. They have oh. a lot of like very interesting sort of like hyper specific Oracle decks. Yeah. But I just, I think that they're doing a really good job of like kind of expanding that area Yeah. so that people can find something that suits their specific needs. Yeah. I, and they do a pretty, I mean, their cardstock is pretty good. Yeah. Their cards, I think, cause I think there was another deck recently that we, Oh, reviewed because of them. Was that cosmic cunt tarot? Maybe was that rock pool? Yeah. Cosmic cunt tarot was from them too. Oh, awesome. Well, good job. Good job. Rock pool. Yeah. Good job. Rock pool. So. Awesome. Well, that's our show, Esther. We did it. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, though. So go ahead and head over there. Yes, and also tell your friends about us, rate and review us, because we really appreciate the reviews and the stars and all of the accolades. Yes, we do. At least we're honest about it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You can follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join our Facebook community by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And also join our Discord server. We had some uh, really nice people like give me messages of encouragement after last week's episode. It was so sweet. Like all of a sudden, like I was tagged a bunch and I was like, what's going on? Like, like what troll? What's happening on Discord? (laughs) The troll is in the dungeon. Um, And and so it was just really sweet. So the community there is really like just fun and uh, very, very close. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you so much. (laughs) We We love you so much. Thank you for bearing with us. Wild episode. Burn it now, now, now.